had to be a good lick. What's that? This morning, Joe. Yeah, it was good. Three, two, one. Good morning, Magic 100 listeners and all of our friends and uh, followers and listeners and readers all around Monroe County. You have tuned in to the only radio show dedicated to the events, the news, the people of Monroe County. I'm joined by my cohort, Don Daniel. and I don't know whether I like cohort or not. That, that's one word. You know, we could use another word. We could use colleague. Yeah, I like that better. A partner in crime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good morning, Will. Good morning, Don. Good morning, people out there in Radio Land. Yeah. And I'm going to take this opportunity right off the bat to thank all of you out there in Radio Land and everywhere else uh, for your prayers and concern about my recent accident. Uh, I am doing better. I am doing well. Uh, Is it such a word as I'm doing weller? Yeah, that sounds... That'll work. I'm doing weller. My... uh, my little boy, you know, he's five, and he wrote he wrote his first book at school. Wrote a book. He came home with a book. He is by Ford Davis. He wrote a book himself. A What's it about? Well, it was the title was the the, the little king in the big castle, and he talked about. He oh said, wow! He said the, mon- the, the 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 there was a monster that was attacking the king, and so the king's armies came along, and then the monster killed the armies, and the armies killed the monster, and the last page said. And so the king then had his whole castle to himself. H i s s e l f. It was. We oh, laughed. That's really cute. We laughed so that's hard about really that. Cute. That'll be. That, a, that, and I said, Ford. Now, did, did everybody? You you, you you gonna say that? Oh right? yes, yes. It's a keepsake. And I said, Well, did everybody in the class do a book? And um, he said, No, he just did it on his own. So that's cool. I was what real, grade you in? It's kindergarten. So I was real, real, real proud of him. You ought to be proud of him. Well, you had, a, again, a very interesting paper this week, Bill. And, you know, let's talk a few minutes about this situation down in Juliet, about the war. How many people are really affected by it? Well, they've counted about 1,000 homes in the two-mile radius around Plant Share. Now, this is the river keeper now. And uh, I guess one of the things, if you read our story, right. what's developing is... A little bit of, I won't say pushback, but a little bit of, uh, from the county commission to the state legislature, the people are, the authorities are saying, hey, I know you're all upset, but let's take a deep breath and let's get some more data and find out what's really happening. Well, you know. <clears throat> what you, do you think? You, you and I both have been, I'm going to finish to tell you. <laughs> you. You know, you and I have uh, been around long enough is to, it's, Whenever they say that they're going to seek more data, that throws a red flag up to me. Uh, and that, hey, uh, that's just a delaying tactic. Because, you know, sometimes all the evidence in the world is out there. <clears throat> but, again, it, it, I think something needs to be done. done. And as you have brought out in your stories, you know, a long time ago, uh, the county commissioners at that time, we were talking about expanding water into the Juliet area, you know, and it hadn't happened. But now they're talking about, you know, expanding water down there. And I think one of the cool, <laughs> you're talking about a PR ploy, an election's coming up, right? It is. It's an election year. And, and everybody what's, knows what's, it. What's one of the first things that you see in Juliet? 
uh, first things you see in Juliet are the signs that say. No, 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 no. One of the first things you see in Juliet at the fire station in Juliet. The, the water buffalo? Water tank. Water tank. Yes. You know, yes. We, uh, we brought you a, <laughs> a big water buffalo. Now, Don, if you if you had problems with your well water, would you go to the fire station and get you some water no, out of a big, a big no. buffalo? Yeah. I, I, again, I, I can relate back. Is is you know, they're useful, but that was nothing. And, and the other one, you know, it's an election year, Will. Yeah. You know, there's number one rule in politics. You know what it is? What's that? Get reelected. That's the first. <laughs> hey, that's the only rule. That's the only rule. Whatever it takes. And so uh, we'll find out. Um, but I do. I, maybe we differ a little bit, which always makes for better radio if we do disagree. Is that I think we agree to disagree. I think the commissioners are doing the right thing. Oh, in, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, it. Yeah, I think but you're right. I, Government. No, you know, you got to look at the motive behind it. Sure. Maybe it's not a the, pure motive. What is the motive behind But I think it's the right call. I, you know, like uh, the county commissioners, Georgia Mommy, is telling us it's going to cost $20 million to run water lines to that whole area. Right. And, you know, he says, hey, before you do that kind of investment, you need to make sure what you're the problem is. Yeah, you make sure what the, well, you're not going to get a return. No, no, no. Yeah, but right. but you, you need to make sure, sure hey, what if, what if they go down to Cologne and test the water and find out it's the same thing there? Would that be fair to spend twenty million and run it well, to? Well, Cologne's got their own water system now in the city. In the city, you know, you're talking about in the area. Yeah. Okay. What if? What if just uh, well, somebody lives on Pine Grove Church Road had uh, hexavalent chromium because yeah. it's because we got granite under the ground here and it makes bad it's stuff. All Stone Mountain's fault, don't you? It's runoff from Stone Mountain. It's runoff from Stone Mountain. Yeah, it's probably all the Confederate blood that ran in the I, Civil I War. I agree with you. The, the, it's Sherman's fault. The uniform. <laughs> but anyway, I, I I think it. I thought it was just very interesting, and I don't. You know, here's what I don't understand. You know, a couple of three or four years ago, this was brought out. And it really, really died off. And all of a sudden, it's back in 72-point headlines. What do you think caused that? This to re- resurrect itself? Yeah, resurrect itself. The, the, uh, well, it was a coordinated event by the Riverkeeper, the environmental right. folks. And they had their uh, a liberal you know, environmental-type website called, was it The Grist? Or the, I don't remember yeah, where. Yeah, something like that. They did that yeah. big story. And basically said, hey, all these people are getting cancer and all their wells are coming back high for hexavalent chromium. The same thing that say was... That, say that slowly. Hexavalent chromium, which was in the Aaron Brockovich movie. Did you That's see that right, movie? Yeah. Did you see that movie? Mm-hmm, sure did. And, and, and apparently people are very excited, according to Facebook. Aaron Brockovich has allegedly signed the petition to demand Georgia Power clean up its well, mess. Okay, let me ask you a question. How much is it going to cost Georgia Power? They are already spending, they say, $250 million to convert from a wet ash disposal system to a dry ash. And that includes, uh, they're building a water treatment plant to, they're going to clean the water, they're going to dewater the coal ash. So it's going to be all, all that's going to be left is going to be dry ash. How much money? $250 million. And you know who's going to pay for that, don't you? The, The you and me, the customers right, of Georgia customer Power and other power. power. You know, right. power company. There's six power companies that own Plant Share, not just Georgia Power. Right. And every one of them winds up selling to one of our providers, Central Georgia EMC. That's right. Indirectly buys. And what's going to happen? They're going. Our bills are going to go they, up. 
they're going to have to raise rates to pay for $250 million. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, where was the figure 75 wells? Where did that come from? Well, the river keepers, oh, uh, 57, Plant Share has dug 57 wells testing monitoring wells that they uh, they've required to test all the right. water around the plant, and they say they're coming back fine. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we need to know more. We do, right. We've got dueling test results. I like that, you know, dueling water results. Mm-hmm. You know? But I'm just wondering, you know, this is an election year, and you just wonder if these results are going to come back in time before the uh, primary in May. You know, uh, will someone challenge Dale Washburn saying that uh, Dale has, you know, he represents Plant Share, and I was frankly surprised. And I, and I you know, he, I was usually surprised. he is not – Say he's saying he's not ready to support requiring liners for coal ash ponds, and I have to say, I admire that because the easy thing for him would have been to, to say, you know what, that's what my constituents want, that's what I'm going to do. But he says he wants more information. I, 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 that is totally logical to me, but because of that stance, he's going to happen. He's going to draw competition. Maybe he's going to draw competition. Yeah, not no maybe to. Yeah. I bet you a donut. Not one of those that I sat on. <laughs> But I bet you a donut right now, he will have competition. Yeah. But again, you know, it's uh, it's just, you know, it. Well, I mean, five, six years ago, this was brought up, and now all of a sudden, yeah, back boom, then, boom, bang, bang. Yeah, there was a lawsuit that was uh, filed. There was there were community meetings. There was a big uproar right. about plant shares killing us five years ago, and then it died. They right. they withdrew the they they put the suit on hold. And everybody went back to work, and we thought it was the end of it. And then now we're back doing this again. That's right. And and maybe, and, and I think it needs to be examined. And I hope, uh, you know, I think I'm really impressed with this Duke University professor they have, the county has retained. Okay. Because he has studied the hexavalent chromium issue in the wells around, he's the exact same issue in North Carolina. And he says that he's he can. He's making recommendations? Yeah, well, from his testing. He says he he's sending a PhD student down in March. Mm-hmm. Just he and Eddie Rowland and Kathy Rowland, right. his wife, are gonna they're gonna ride around the county and test wells, and they say that he can t- he says he can tell this Avner, what's his last name? Anyway, go ahead. He can test the wells and he can tell you by the results and looking at the isotopes. Do you know what isotopes Ooh, yeah, are? Yeah, those things didn't make up Avner. <laughs> he can look at them and he can tell whether. It is uh, from coal ash or naturally occurring in the ground. Well, that's what I was fixing to ask you. You know, Georgia Fowler, Georgia Fowler, Georgia Power is getting the blame for all this. And you brought up a very interesting point. What if it's a naturally occurring thing? That's you, what we need to know. That's what we need to know. I agree. With you. Right, you live out in the country. Are you on county water? Yes. And I have a well. I, I'm the same way. You know, I, I, I use county water, but. And they're I, going to test. The county's not just going to test around plant share. They're going to test countywide and I see. I think it's fantastic. Hey, is this? Do you want your well tested? You maybe Eddie's listening right now. He's looking for volunteers. That, Eddie, I think that's fantastic. Would you allow them to come test your well? Well, this issue has really taken over the the issues in in the county, and the county line issue has really dropped off the map. So my question to you is, what do you think Raffin Burger is going to do? On the county line? Yeah. Well, the word I heard was, let's get through this current legislative session, and then maybe Raffensburger will uh, 
will make a decision. But I'm going to be contacting his office and ask him if that is so. I think you were skeptical. That. We're going to have to start putting him in the paper like we did Brian Kemp. I agree Kemp with you 100%. And count the days I agree with you. since he was promised to make a decision. Well, I, I, you know, it's just what I don't, you know, we hear excuses. We hear excuses for doing nothing is what I said earlier. And that's what I'm saying now. You know what? What's his excuse? You know, we we get an excuse, but anyway, always. But uh, the two, I think the, the county line. I think what has happened is the county line people have said, "Thank goodness, <laughs> we've got we've got well something issues. else to talk That's about." That's right, something else to talk about. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have a prediction, Don? We like to guess predictions in here. We're not we're not prophets. What kind of prediction for uh, what? What's going to happen on this county on this uh, water plant share water? Well, you know the worry is the worry yeah. is that plant share that one day Georgia Power will say, you know what, we tried, we've invested billions of dollars in this and plant. To hell with you. To hang with all, switch, turn the power switch off, That's unplug right. the cord. We're That's done. Right. And there goes fifty percent of our tax base. And you know what is more logical than that? Georgia Power says, you know, enough is enough. Yeah, God forbid it happens. And, I, I just hope. I hope and pray, and I think everybody, even if even if you live next to Plant Share, your prayer and hope should be that these results show that it is naturally occurring. That's right. That I, you know, you, and you it's hope, and it's sad, and and I hate to see that uh, there's you know there does seem to be a lot of cancer in Juliet, but it could be socio you know cat, pat, cancer does go in patterns because of lifestyles and things. And I'm, not, right. I'm not saying people That's in right. Juliet. Smoke more than other people, but smoke, drink, or whatever. Yeah, but we're gonna find we're gonna find out more and hopefully get to the bottom of this thing. Well, let's let's change the subject again. You had a real interesting supplement, men in Monroe County, and you chose who now? John Ambrose Jr. Is, is that County our, Commissioner Ambrose's son? It is. It is, and he is uh, you know neat story. Went to Monroe Academy, local guy. Uh, started off like his father in the railroad business. Went back to dentistry school and then pediatric dentistry, and now he uh, ended up buying the practice where he worked, uh, and now he has six pediatric dental offices around Middle Georgia, and does you he can have see one in Versailles? he does right there at the old Walmart, and you can see from this uh, picture he takes his whole staff Whoa. on a cruise. cruise. Now that's that is uh, that's a successful businessman. When that's, you t- that's a very successful. <laughs> now my employees are going to say, "When are we going that's on our right. reporter cruise?" But Y'all, you need to look at that in this week's issue. It's just, you, you can learn a lot about the minor well, The reason we do it is, uh, you know, these this this is sort of the day of the feminist age where we're supposed to bend over backwards for the females. Well, you, do and want, you do one we for do females. We do a business do women in business. Men. But, uh, you know, men, our men need uh, a lot of support. The men in this country are in some trouble, to be honest. Oh, you know, do you know, uh, they look at uh, the percentage of... Uh, students in college, the percentage of students in medical and law schools, and do you know that they are now female dominated? More right. than that, that only men are only like forty percent of law school uh, students. What was this story? And you, and I'm sorry, I got a short memory this morning about hey, the state wants to pay college tuition for some people. Are you familiar with that story? State. Well, now the legislature was looking at a bill to require more in-state students to get into UGA and Georgia Tech. All right, see, that's what makes me mad. Is it you know, and, and it doesn't make me mad. It's just not my understanding. 
is I've talked y'all, I've talked and written about Georgia's vocational education system, and there are a lot of kids out there, a bunch of kids that don't want to go to college. Yeah. You know, and so I think they ought they ought to offer free tuition. And I think when Dad started the Swainsboro Area Vocational Technical School, there was no charge. You know, you went to school, and you were able to choose what you wanted. And it's being pointed out just about every single day is is that vocational educational students are doing sometimes a hell of a lot better than their counterparts who went to college. Well, for one thing, they're graduating without hundreds of thousands of dollars in college loan debt. And, uh, yeah, people, if you, you know, people wonder how, how can the Democrat Party have a leading candidate who's a socialist? What, what is going on? He's what, a communist. He's a, what, what has happened to this country that a communist is, let, let me tell you where a lot of his supporters coming from is college students who are jaded and embittered because they have borrowed $100,000 to get a college degree that yeah, is they worthless. They, 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 they can't get a job. They can, they're, they're lucky to get a job at Starbucks. My, I've got a friend that her son studied welding in an area vocational technical school. There's more to the story, but I'm gonna cut it a little bit short. He has already been offered eight or 10 jobs as oh. welding. Oh, I love it. Love you know, to hear that. And you know, you see college kids, college graduates, they're still- Flailing around. The placard saying, Hire me, please. All right, let me ask you a question. Okay. I'm going to put you dead on the spot here. Do it. You've got a daughter that's fixing to go to college. Yeah. You've got a son that's going to be going to college pretty soon here. If Would you recommend them not going to college? or If, uh, you know, what if they wanted to do, it depends on what they want to do. If they want, so you're leaving that decision up to them. Well, I'm encouraging them to do something. This I, I'm encouraging them not to go into newspapers. <laughs> I'm encouraging yeah. them to go into medicine. My daughter's interested in medicine, which yeah. is a great field, and there and and go get a RN degree. Yeah, and and it's worth it. That but, you've got to have that. See, there's there's a hell of a lot of difference to having being a nurse. Than teaching of being a nurse. Yeah, I guess you know. Oh yeah, you'll have to. She'll get more experience in the real right. world. That's right. But my son is taking a more interest in business, and um, you know, I'm I'm just we, he's only a sophomore, so we don't have to make hard decisions yet. But when I was coming along, if your kid didn't go to college, it was an embarrassment, yes, exactly. you know, amongst right. the people the same, that same in our circles. And today, if my son came to me and said, "Dad, I just want to." Uh, I want to go weld. You know, there are welders that are making more than I, lawyers. I, I want to go be an air conditioning yeah. man, you know. I want to be an airplane mechanic. Fine, go. Go. Thank Do, you, Will. You but know. I have but no... You, you because, I, look... You and I both in, were, were raised as, hey... You, you had to go to college. college. And, and, to go to college. and to be honest, I think that was... At the time, that was probably the right thing because back then, you were getting... No, I think... It, I think it, I, hold it now. Let's think about that in another way. I'm getting real deep here, but I'll try not to get too deep because I can't be shallow. <laughs> Don't you think again? It was peer pressure more than anything. That was a big or part so, of it. So societal, societal, yeah. So, so, yeah something they could, something mama could tell people. The women yeah, at the bridge right. party. You mean your son? Your son's not in college. And you know one of the other thing that I think is absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic is I had a couple of friends in high school that went immediately into the armed forces. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, they went in as a, as a dumb, dumb private. Learn a and, trade. And, and come out job ready. 
One, one friend that was happened to be, uh, what do you call them people? Lottie boys. Lottie? Lottie boys. Magna cum Lottie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lottie. yeah, yeah. Lottie boys. Okay, anyway, now I got you. He went into the Navy, and lo and behold, the next thing we know, you know what he's doing? What's that? He's working on nuclear submarines. Now, that'll pay. Yeah, that'll pay. That'll pay. But anyway, interesting conversation. Well, the way I feel about it, Don, in the when you were in school, maybe even when I was – no, not when I was in school. It, it had already been corrupted by the time I was in, at Georgia. But when you were in college, there was more of an attempt to actually convey the traditional liberal arts – uh, the traditional Western civilization classics. You learn Shakespeare. You learn basic economics. Right. You learn things that made you a more well-rounded citizen and person. But, what, but now they teach crap like gender studies and transgender uh, studies uh, and environment sense. 101 and it sports makes, marketing, and it's just a bunch of crap. And I why agree. should you spend $200,000 to have a degree with a worthless degree with worthless hey, classes with worthless and, professors? Mike, you're going to have fun doing a lot of bleeping on this call. I feel better already. <laughs> yeah, you feel. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, uh, I, I think it, when I was in high school, you know, hey, they offered future farmers of America how to plant, you know, anyway. Practical things. Practical things. You know, All right, let's, uh, let's, let's leap back hey, to Monroe Kent. We're talking, that was sort of a national issue. Let's go back locally, Don. This is uh, today's, as you hear this on Sunday, tomorrow. Tomorrow's an exciting day. Start qualifying. It's March the 2nd. And we have some news here. Don, are you ready to announce what you're going to do? Not. Well, I'm not, no. Don, you haven't been on a ballot in, what, 30 years? Do you still have your campaign signs from when you ran for the legislature? It was very simple. <laughs> Put your vote to work. Elect Don Daniel. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it, Who did you I, run against? Curtis Jenkins. Benson wow. Hams. Yeah. Who, who won? It was in the legislature. He was in the legislature. Now, did y'all have a cordial relationship? No. No? <laughs> no. No. It, 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 I, I got attacked pretty doggone hard by, and hit with the ham hammer. Oh, gosh. But anyway, yes, qualifying begins, and we've already got two now that's going to run for what? Uh, well, we, we we're hearing rumors. Well, we got we got we, who's Taylor? She's going. She's going to run for clerk, and we've had we think we might have three candidates run for clerk of court. We think that uh, Lamarcus Davis has announced he's going to challenge Larry Evans for district one. If Larry's going to run again, which you think he is, why would he not? Well, he's he doesn't need that mess and headache anymore. <laughs> he he creates a mess and headache. Well, by the know. way, by the way, I have to mention this. Uh, one of you know we're going to talk. We may talk about Richard. You know he's uh, our our favorite uh, companion here on the radio. Has gone over to the dark side, working for the Monroe County government now as their public information officer. And Richard's a great guy. He'll do a great job for us, the taxpayers. And he also had a great farewell column that you need to see in this week's paper if you haven't. But anyway, Richard um, did some, one of his last tasks was to research because Larry Evans claimed that in 1988. He and Robert Williams, the mayor, right. the emer- emeritus mayor of Juliet, ex officio mayor, had a. Uh, he recalled a, at the you were there at the county. No, you weren't. No, it was at the county commission meeting. He was reminiscing as he likes to do about the time that he tried to get uh, county water all over this county in 1988, and they went to have a public meeting at Pope's Ferry in Juliet, and he recalled that those people told him. We don't need your county water. 
we have wells and we don't want it. That's exactly right. I remember that so clearly. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Richard, Richard went through the 1988 reporters and could not find a reference to that story. So maybe it was 87. Maybe he missed the year. Well, let me, let me tell you something. When, <laughs> when the issue of county water came up, uh, there was a water plant right across the river there in Juliet. And it was owned, and, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure. This is Plant Camellia? No, no, no. It was one directly across the dam there in Juliet. Oh, okay. uh, uh, on the Jones County side? On the Jones County side. Ah. The word was that Robert Williams owned that and wanted to sell it to the county to supply water to Juliet. Yeah, so that's that was a long time ago. But okay. Again, it never happened. Yeah. So anyway, we're still waiting to hear. What, what, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What kind of promises do you think we're going to be hearing from the candidates? Uh, countywide water. I'll extend water lines to Juliet. I will, um, I will lower your taxes at the same time that I spend $20 million on water lines. I will uh, expand the rec department like we promised, which they've had to back off on because of, well, I-75, they get a truck lane and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the big issue is going okay. to be, there's, now there's, there's two thoughts. There's a lot of people, Don, the big issue. there's a lot of people that feel like the county government has never operated better, that a new county manager, Jim Hedges, and then the new finance lady found a lot of money that was misplaced and misaccounted and is now accounted for, and there's, but they've really ramped up the spending. And I think that the incumbents may be vulnerable to charges of, Overspending over, we'll have another. We'll have another story in this week's paper. They the county just borrowed two and a half million dollars, and we'll get to that in next week's edition. But well, you know, I have to agree. I have seen a lot of transition, a lot of elected people, but I think the county government, and I'm going to say this uh, with a twist in my tongue, is probably more professionally being run than it ever has. Yeah. You know, I, I got a question to ask you. What is this consultant that Jim Hedges hired that lives down in his neck of the woods? The one who's running the fire department? Go there, brother. Let me hear you talk about this one. Well, uh, we had a story on him a couple, week, a couple weeks ago, and he is a uh, he actually is a, sort of a consultant to help us figure out where the fire department needs to go. They wanted him to be the chief, but he just wants to do this. He has another job apparently down in uh, Ashburn. So we've still we've hired another Southwest Georgian. Yeah, maybe he. We don't know if he rides with the, the county manager or not. <laughs> wait, wait. They could commute. Got, oh, whoa, whoa, you got to carpool. That, you got to repeat that comment. We don't know if he rides with the county manager right. back and forth to work. But I understand that they they gave him a new truck, so we need to look into that. We'll have to find out uh, if. Uh, and I can't think of his name. We'll have to look up his name for know. you folks. But we had a story on it in the paper. And if you read the paper every week, you know what's going That's on. That's right. But, uh, but, I, but there is, uh, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to hire a new chief? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Are they, you know. There was some talk at one time about privatizing the ambulance part of it. Uh, and, of course, one of our, our county commission chairman owns an ambulance company, so that could be. So he wants to hear it. Well, uh, I don't know. Anyway. But they did buy a new uh, a new fire truck. A new fire truck was bought. See, well, this is what I don't understand. Now, 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 let me just be, I'll be fast here. 
is okay, we hired a new finance director, we've hired a county manager. Uh, and you made a comment a few minutes ago, all of a sudden we're finding all this money that was out there, but we didn't know that we had it. So now, all of a sudden we found the money, so now we're spending it. And that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little lost on that. I'm I just, I, I, I'm going to be interested to see if the pay, the reckoning comes, you know, when they get to tax season. They're not going to set taxes till right around the, uh, see, the primary is going to settle right. most of these elections, the Republican right. primary. So then they can raise taxes and they're immune from the voters for four more years. So we'll see if they have to raise taxes to cover all this spending. But well, that's the, I, I Listen, why is why is our why are we why are we as a nation twenty three trillion dollars in debt? Why is government always bigger than it should be? Because if you are running the government, it is in your best interest to spend that money because that's where your power comes from, that's exactly right. and that's where people come and that's kiss right. your hand and kiss Amen, your ring bro. and say, Amen, "Keep it coming." Bro. So well, a good, uh, I've often heard Phil Graham, one of my heroes, used to be a senator from Texas, right? and he used to say that the best. Quality for anybody in elected office is the ability to say no. They can't. Yeah. Because they're going to get, they're going to get, everybody wants them to spend lots of money. Okay, what do you think is going to happen on the school board? You got how many seats coming up on the school board? Yeah, uh, Stuart Pippen is up for re election, as I think is. Uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah, Stuart's uh, easy to work with. Judy Pettigrew is your school board member, and we not sure what she's planning. And I am I am not running for school board. Okay, we just made some news here. Don Daniel has announced that he will not be pursuing been in the school board office. And urged to run for Judy Pettigrew seat. No, you've decided to take. No, I didn't yeah. decide. I just saying no. <laughs> just say no. No decision. No. Nancy Reagan. Just say no. And then uh, Priscilla Doster there on the south end of the county. She's up for re-election. So the rumor yeah. is the rumor is that. that the, the school board might get real interesting. I think we're going to have some challengers, and I think it'll be healthy. And I hope that we have challengers for every office. I do, too. No one should ever get a four-year pass for a new job without having to answer questions to the public and be held to account. Hey, this has been fun, y'all. It has been a good show. Be sure you read Dale Washburn's column. It's uh, on page 5A this week, getting a lot of, a lot of discussion because he has taken this stand that he wants more information before he's ready to. Well, you know, I, I think that's totally logical. Instead of pandering to the people, he is. He took the. More he took the harder road. We'll that's see right. if it uh, pays off for him. Who's going to go buy my lunch? Have a good weekend, everyone. Rest your weekend, and we'll see you here next Sunday on Magic One Hundred on the Reporter on the Radio.